0: been learning about value investing finance just regular investment for a while now but you don't know where to go next you're getting confused about the vast amount of information on the internet you don't want to waste your time on crap information you want good information um, and reliable information in this series of videos on value investing and finance education you will find those answers to those questions and much more my name is jason Rivera. welcome to value investing and finance education Hey, Jason here. It's been a little while um, since we've talked. Um, I apologize for that, but it was for good reason. Uh, one is me and my wife took our first vacation. We've been together for 16 years. Um, in June 2019, we our high school sweethearts, um, we've never taken a vacation. <laughs> so we took a vacation to Spain, uh, planned it for two years, went to Madrid, Spain, um, which was amazing and then I went to Dubai on a business trip. That's what I want to talk about today. I want to give you my thoughts on the importance of capital allocation, Um, what capital allocation is, the importance of it, um, what I was doing in Dubai, all these kind of things. So, the morning, actually let me back up even further. Last October, November, again October or November of 2018 if you're watching this in a year that's different from 2019 me and one of my students in the value investing journey masterclass he works in the UAE Um, he's a student of mine we were talking about I don't remember exactly what we were talking about but we were essentially talking about how businesses don't necessarily always know what they're doing Um, business owners don't always know what they're doing with their capital, if they're investing it well, if they're investing in the things they should be investing in, if they're investing, what their returns are, if they are investing, anything like this. Uh, When we somehow got on the subject of some of his clients in the UAE and how they could use this kind of knowledge, I said, yeah, I mean, pretty much, unless they're billionaires at the billionaire level, um, pretty much every business in the world can use help with capital allocation because again almost no one in the world knows what capital allocation is or how to do it well or how to do it properly or how to again even measure their returns so we started a business and I got flown over um, I've done a got flown over by one of the companies um, to advise them or begin advising them on things I presented to them. went back and forth on ideas looked over their financial statements in-depth financial statements analysis um got a verbal handshake agreement with one and um got a we'll get back to you answer from the other one and then just got back to yesterday and said they want to go forward with me as well not only in terms of helping them grow the company but selling the company as well so before we get to that though what is capital allocation Capital allocation is, to me, my definition of ca- proper capital allocation is using your investment capital, whether it's uh, pre-cash flow, operating profit, equity, debt, whatever it is, to invest in the highest, best return, safest return assets. Again, whether it's private company stocks, whether it, uh, whether it's private companies, whether it's public company stocks, whether it's uh, real estate like apartment complexes, um, whether it's investing in marketing in your own operations, whatever, whatever, whether it's training your own people, whatever the case may be, you have to figure out what the highest and best use return you're going to get is from your capital and your time and your opportunity costs, all that kind of stuff. So it's a very, very complex subject and you have to have the proper mindset to do it if you know how to do it you have to have the proper mindset to do it like value investing, Um, if you have a trader's mindset you're gonna be a terrible value investor even if you know how to do all the specific steps Um, same thing about capital allocation except most people most business owners most ceos most cfos know nothing about capital allocation this comes directly from Warren buffett he said in his career he's seen only a handful of people he would consider great capital allocators he's been in business for 50 years, probably seen tens of thousands of companies. Um, in the book, The Outsiders, which focuses on great capital locators. Um I don't remember their exact definitions, but they beat Jack Welch's returns over a certain time period. And not only did these people, I think there's seven in the book. Again, they evaluate thousands of people, thousands of companies. And they only found seven in the entire Outsiders book that fit their criteria of great capital allocators. Why is this though? This is because most, again, CEOs, CFOs, business owners, entrepreneurs, they got in the business to help other people, to make money, to guide the company from a kind of operation standpoint, not necessarily from a strategic capital allocation um, standpoint. They're two completely different mindsets. One focuses on the highest best return investments you can make, again, based not only on the internal operations of your company, um, potential outside op, uh, operations, selling assets, buying assets, um, all these things. Most people don't even know how to value things, uh, let alone how to figure out which area they should be investing in. And, and again, it's not, it's not anything bad necessarily, it's just how it is. Uh, most people in these kind of positions came from marketing, operations, finance. Um, if they're CEOs and CFOs, um, marketing, sales, uh, operations, finance—these kind of arenas—you don't deal with capital allocation decisions like that when you're in those positions. And even if you have been in those positions for a while, let's say you're a CEO or CFO for a while. You don't generally look at what should I be doing from a grand strategic perspective. Should I even be in this line of business? People just keep doing what they're doing generally unless some kind of crisis happens. And then they correct course and hopefully they hope they're doing what's in the best interest of their company. But again, even if they do that, that's not capital allocation because you're not measuring what the returns are, Um, you're not Thinking should I even be doing this? Should I be investing in operations and marketing? Should I be looking at? expanding to another geographic region should I look at? Expanding to another product line should I look at and what should my expected returns be from these um? Operations Are am I even profitable Are my products even profitable are my services even profitable Is my sales and marketing team profitable are they doing a good job or not? What's the return on our, our marketing dollars? Um, what's the return on our sales team what's the return on our training we're doing for our people um, so these again I've studied these kinds of concepts other than value investing which I've studied the most of over the last 12 plus years capital allocation and investment flow are probably number two on that list of things I've studied most over the last 12 plus years so I have an enormous amount of knowledge here and I have the proper mindset because I'm very long term oriented um, and I know how more importantly at least in terms of the initial stages, I know how to value and evaluate things all the way up from entire businesses down to indiv- individual product lines, service segments, whatever marketing segments, whatever you want to look at. So that's capital allocation in a nutshell and why most people aren't good at it. Again, pretty much unless they're billionaires, most people aren't good at capital allocation. They probably don't even know anything about capital allocation, they don't know how to look at the returns. Um, they don't know how to calculate the returns. They don't know how to look at their financial statements from a non-accounting real world perspective. Um, and I've talked to several business owners over the last year as I've been, or as over the last six months that I've been trying to, or working to get this going more um, and help more clients and help more companies. Most people, business owners, have never even seen a cash flow statement. Most look only at the P&L statement, which is essentially the income statement. Um, I don't look at the income statement really at all. Uh, I look at the balance sheet and the cash flow statement almost 100%, probably put 5% effort into looking at the uh, P&L statement. Um, And that's, again, mainly on the expense sides to see where we can cut expenses type of thing. Um, Most companies, again, most business owners have never seen... Not sure why this is continuing it's on autofocus but I don't know why it keeps going in and out um, most business owners again this goes up to multi-million dollar ten plus million dollar companies that I've been talking with never seen a cash flow saving um, if they have they don't know how to parse through it and to see if they are actually profitable in a real world sense they don't know where the value of their company is if it's an all-in inventory and property plan equipment is do they actually have retained earnings that they can use at the end of the year retained earnings or free cash flow they can use at the end of the year to invest in the other in the business should they be in rest, investing in the business should they be investing in marketing operations? should they be looking at potential acquisitions? should they be looking at selling off an unprofitable uh, part of the business. Is part of their business unprofitable? They don't know. Um, a perfect example and this is a public Australian company I was looking at with one of my uh, couple of my students was this company and again I'm not gonna name the name uh, because I'm thinking I'm probably gonna do a case study on it at some point. Uh, because it was so interesting. It's a it's a holding company <coughs> that has three different operations a manufacturing operation which is kind of its legacy business. Um, that it's been running I think for 50 plus years Um, it's investment business which invests in real estate assets stuff like that and a developer which develops those assets essentially the way I explained again I'll do a case study on this probably at some point but the way I explained it to my students was to make things as simple as possible because again that's what I like to do in every aspect of things from their investment slash development side of business things they were earning by my estimates 15 to 20 percent returns which is fantastic that's great they're producing a lot of free cash flow that they could use to invest elsewhere they low asset business because they were developing the land and then selling it or something I don't remember but they they weren't actually constructing uh, doing construction work themselves on the land I don't think they were mainly had cash flow producing apartment buildings complexes office buildings that kind of stuff so low expenses generally low expenses high returns high free cash flow production but they were taking that cash flow that they were again earning 15 and 20 percent and they were taking it and putting in their legacy manufacturing business that was only earning five percent returns about so the way i explain it to my students is they were doing the exact opposite of what you're supposed to do with proper capital allocation they were doing capital misallocation essentially they were taking 15, let's just say 15%, earning 15% returns on their um, cash flow. They were earning about 15% returns in the one side of the business, taking that cash flow and putting in the 5% cash flow business. So they are essentially destroying automatically, as soon as they move the money, about 10 percentage points worth of their cash flow. And I hope that makes sense because it's an incredibly important point. They were taking their operating profit and free cash flow from a low expense um, low ongoing expense low ongoing cash flow producing uh, high cash flow producing business and putting it into a high cost low margin high ongoing expenses business so again to reiterate this point they were essentially taking well, just think about it like a like a investment. They were taking their money, they were earning from their 15% cash flow business, their great business, putting in their 5% business just because it was a legacy business and they were destroying capital pretty much immediately. Which again, not only are they destroying capital, every time they do that, they're destroying 10% of the worth of uh, the free cash flow in the company that the company could use to grow um, and invest in other great uh, return assets they are wasting uh, they're destroying shareholder value because of this they are destroying their opportunity costs uh, because again they're essentially just destroying 10% of the value automatically instead of being able to invest that in higher return assets um, and again this is a public company I think it's a uh, it's been around for 50 plus years in Australia and it's um, thinking it was around a billion dollar company slightly under maybe a couple a few hundred million dollars so this is a big company it's a pretty big company and they are doing the exact opposite of what you're supposed to do with proper capital allocation again probably because that's their legacy business that they're reinvesting the capital in they've probably always done that they're probably always going to continue to do that they probably have no idea that they're even doing that they probably don't know what the returns from each of their businesses are, so they probably don't have any idea that what they're doing is actually happening. And again, this is all from public company and financials. I've never visited this company. I've never talked with anybody at the company. This is just from their financial statements. So this is what I'm helping these companies in Dubai with. Uh, that's why I was over in Dubai. I was advising this, them on this kind of stuff, um, where they can cut costs, if they can cut costs, and then um, where they can grow from their current operations and then where we can help them expand to increase the value, uh, not only the value of their company, but increase their cash flow production and operating profits so we then can use that money to reinvest in other assets that are earning a high return, which will increase more free cash flow, more operating profit, and will snowball from there. Um, Again, positive leverage here is what I'm talking about, positive leverage. Again, you might. This is a pretty complex subject, but I'm hoping. Hopefully, I'm making it as. I'm trying to make it as simple as I can. Hopefully, it's easily understood. If it's not, let me know in the comments below. If you have any questions, Um, but this is one of the most important things. And I just saw a stat yesterday. Again, I know enormous about this kind of stuff, and I don't talk about it much because every time I do, actually, I just don't bring it up very often just because I haven't. I always talk about value investing and stuff like that for the most part. Um, I'm going to be talking about this more and more as I help more and more companies with this Um, because as you know, I'm always learning, um, always improving, always getting better, even though I already have enormous knowledge in this area. But this is the kind of ultimate point I want to get across when it comes to capital allocation and how important it is. Not only not destroying capital, not only increasing the value of your company, not only increasing the capital of your company, all these all these kind of things that are great. I saw a stat just yesterday I was reading it um, that great capital allocators increase the value of their company by about 20 times over the long haul. not 20%, 20 times. Um, so again, this is an incredibly valuable skill set. requires a specific mindset uh, requires a skill set of being able to value and evaluate things um, on a macro level and both a micro level from a company-wide perspective all the way down to individual product segments Uh, and luckily enough I was able to go over to Dubai and help some of these companies and I'm going to continue to help the uh, them and other clients like this but I want to talk to you a little bit about capital allocation because it's enormously important and almost no one talks about it I I looked I just did a Google search or an Amazon search yesterday on capital allocation books essentially two came up I've read one the outsiders um, and the other one was called rebel cap uh, rebel allocator I think and I'm getting that in the mail to learn Um, this concept is so important I'm going to be talking about it more and more of course as I'm doing helping more Sorry about that, my wife continued to message me <laughs> about something, um, so it cut off the end of the last video, so I had to make this. So, what I was talking about at the end of the video was um, the books I found and stuff like that about uh, capital allocation. Essentially, there's only two. Rebel Allocator, which I'm getting in the in the um, mail, I haven't read yet, and uh, The Outsiders which only, again, named seven great capital allocators that they found out evaluating thousands of companies. So I going you talking about this more. If you want me to talk about this kind of stuff more, um, or anything in particular, let me know. The more you guys talk about, ask questions, whatever, about capital allocation, um, the more I will talk about it. And again, if you have any questions, please let me know, I answer all questions myself. This is some super high-level stuff and I tried to make it as simple and understandable as I could so if you don't understand anything um, let me know because again and I'm not sure if this got cut off or not but if it didn't or if it did get cut off great capital allocators can increase their company returns by 20 times not 20% 20 times over the time period that they're with the company so this is an ultra powerful um, set of knowledge and skills. Uh, I guess the best way to put it that frankly almost no one knows about even in the value investing arena if they've heard of capital allocation they don't know how to value it property or value the specific areas properly if if they know how to do that they don't know how to allocate the capital unemotionally um, and logically like you should be doing Um, I'm gonna be talking about this more uh, since I'm helping companies with this or because I'm helping more companies with this kind of thing as well but if you want me to talk specifically about some or about specific questions anything you have um uh, getting more messages sorry about that um let me know and again i answer all co- uh, comments questions myself um, make sure to like love share comment on social media youtube wherever you're watching um and again if you have any questions let me know this is super important stuff that almost no one knows about and if you know about this kind of stuff you can gain a huge advantage over other people uh, other investors you can help companies potentially like I'm doing um, whatever the case may be you can help your own investments by spotting great capital allocators uh, by being able to spot great capital allocators, great capital allocators and frankly there's just in my experience and I've evaluated thousands of companies over the years not very much <laughs> So if you can spot those people, great advantage over that people. Um, What else did I talk about at the end of of the last video? Uh, Again, sorry about that. My wife was messaging me about something. Um, I think that's it. I hope I didn't miss anything um, that got cut off from the last video. Again, thanks for watching, uh, and I'll talk to you soon. Uh, Maybe if you're interested in Dubai, let me know. If you're interested in Madrid, let me know. Um, Wonderful countries. uh, Uh, wonderful cities Uh, But yeah, if you're interested in anything, let me know and I'll answer questions until next time. I'll talk to you again soon Have a great day. Bye